It's Wednesday, the 28th of April, 2021. Welcome to your mentored briefing, the business headlines you need to know delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, three takeover bids in 24 hours reminds investors that there'll be plenty of merger and acquisitions activity in 2021. Plus, the Aussie dollar tipped to climb as commodity prices soar. Australia pauses flights from India, stranding thousands of citizens and Woolworths plans to build a massive automated supermarket to fulfil online orders. Our lead story today, there were two major takeover bids announced yesterday and another came to a head as boards and directors get more aggressive about deploying capital to make a decent return. Waste management group Bingo Industries agreed to a $2.3 billion bid from Macquarie Infrastructure and Real Assets. Bingo operates 330 waste collection trucks and thousands of bins in Sydney and Melbourne. The company was founded by Tony Tartak, the current CEO's father, in 2005 for less than $1 million. London-listed Entain increased its bid for gaming group Tabcorp, offering $3.5 billion for the group. Last month, Entain bid $3 billion for Tabcorp and was rejected, but that offer triggered a review of the company by its CEO Stephen Gregg, and now a second bid has landed. Entain already owns Ladbrokes and Sporting Bet. And the Kin Group, through its subsidiary Gallon, has declared its bid of $1.34 a share for consumer products group McPherson's final. The three deals demonstrate that there's plenty of merger and acquisition activity bubbling beneath the surface. Crown Resorts is another company under takeover offer. Coca-Cola Amatol has just been sold to its European cousins. M&A often occurs when companies are in strife or when the outlook is good. Expect to see more of it through 2021. In overseas news, the coronavirus crisis in India continues with the US indicating it will send 60 million jabs of the AstraZeneca vaccine to the country. In other parts of the world, things are improving. The US Centre for Disease Control and Prevention said fully vaccinated people could forego wearing masks outdoors. The number of new cases in Europe last week declined for the first time in two months. In total, there have been more than 148 million recorded cases of COVID-19 and 3.124 million deaths. Tesla shares were sold off overnight after the electric vehicle maker reported sales of 13.3 billion US dollars for the March quarter, slightly below market expectations. The group delivered a record number of new cars during the three months. And the Bank of Japan has warned that the country could slip into deflation as a result of COVID-19. In the medium term, inflation is expected to return, though any broad-based drop in prices at any time isn't good for economic growth. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Australia has paused incoming flights from India until the middle of next month, as the world's second most populous nation battles to control its latest current wave of COVID-19. It means up to 9,000 Australian citizens, including some of the nation's best cricketers currently playing in the Indian Premier League, will be stranded in the country for at least three weeks. Meanwhile, more than 2,000 Olympic and Paralympic competitors, staff and officials will receive early vaccinations to allow them to go to Tokyo for the Olympic Games in July. The Board of Australia Post appeared before a Senate inquiry into the resignation of former CEO Christine Holgate yesterday. Generally, the board members said it was time to move on from the Holgate affair. They said there was no secret plan to privatise Australia Post, even though consultants had raised the idea, and they didn't need to apologise to Ms Holgate. 
the Prime Minister has ordered upgrades of military training bases in northern Australia to boost land combat capability, according to the Australian newspaper. The $750 million defence package to be announced today comes after Home Affairs Department Secretary Michael Pizzullo warned that the drums of war were beating, referring to peace in the Indo-Pacific region, and Australia must be prepared to send off troops once again. The Aussie dollar is trading around 77.6 US cents, with foreign exchange strategists forecasting it could go higher, given commodity prices. Iron ore and copper are both major exports of Australia, and both commodities are trading at or near record highs. While a higher local unit makes Australian exports more expensive, acting as a handbrake on the economy, it also puts downward pressure on import prices, such as petrol and white goods. Woolworths plans to build automated fulfilment centres to cut the costs of online grocery orders and delivery. The first centre will be built in Sydney's western suburbs, will cost $100 million and will coexist with so-called dark stores, which are normal supermarkets used by Woolies staff to fulfil online orders. Woolworths expects the new centre will be able to process 50,000 online grocery orders a week, almost double the number it can do in dark stores. And Richlister Justin Hems will open his first venue in Melbourne, buying iconic laneway building Tomasetti House on Flinders Lane. According to the Financial Review, he bought the building for $40 million and will relaunch venues at the site. For those that don't know Mr Hems's Sydney venues, he's very good at it. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.